Hello. Hey, howdy, howdy. Okay, be prepared for the weekly hang-up. Sure. <laughs> Zach, did you make any attempt to go see the moon? No, it was cold and windy. So, <laughs> and on the drive, on my drive home, I'm like, it's pretty cloudy. I'm probably going to stand outside and not get any any uh, viewing of it. So I decided I would just look at pictures later. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure somebody saw it at some point. I saw yeah. it. I saw it. The clouds parted just enough that for me the moon was like a little bit above the cloud. Oh, that's oh, nice. like magic for you then. Right. <laughs> and it looked it looked normal. It looked like the moon, but redder. <laughs> yeah, was it that... a blood moon? Yeah, it's a like a twelfth annual Mayan blood wolf moon fuck. Oh, sweet. The moon fuck. That's right. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Man, if I could type, that would help. Lunar el, <laughs> lunar el, el clips, blops. super blood wolf moon, lunar eclipse. Okay. Yeah, that's what I heard, and I'm like, I've seen blood moons before. So. But you haven't seen a super blood wolf moon lunar that's eclipse. True. Boom. That's true. No, you have not. And now, of the three hosts of this podcast, I am the only one who has seen <laughs> a super blood... What? Super blood wolf moon. What does that even mean? It's on Twitter. I don't know, but I concede that you are definitely superior to me in that regard. Well, <laughs> I bow to you, good sir. Thank you. Or at thank least you. luckier. <laughs> yeah, I just happened to step outside the exact moment that the clouds washed themselves away. Boy. Did you guys get the what? tornado warning earlier? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I got it. I'm like, oh shit. And I looked and it's like thunderstorm, like uh, 20 miles northeast of Stockton. And I'm like, oh, okay. That doesn't affect me at all. <laughs> Sorry to any, any, anyone that lives 20 miles northeast of Stockton. But... Right. Yeah. We were in Lodi at the time. Oh, you were? Yeah, and so it was weird. My phone did it, but hers didn't. And she was like, uh, is that something wrong with your phone? And I was like, I don't know. It says it's from the National Weather System. like mm. <laughs> National Weather Service, I guess, NWS. Yeah, yeah NWS Sacramento. Uh, yeah, and it was... Uh, so, yeah, and then she posted on Facebook, and people were like, yeah, but mine says Linden and Waterloo, which is where my dad lives. So I was like, hey, Pop, there's a tornado warning in effect. You may want to stay inside. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice of you. Yeah, well, just he wasn't even there, but like <laughs> knowing my dad. So, like, the last time we had a tornado warning, uh, I got a fucking phone call from my dad, and it sounded hella windy. And he goes, James, there's a tornado warning. And I said, Yeah, I know. He goes, I'm following it. I was oh. like, Dude, fucking <laughs> do oh, not boy. do this. Yeah. No. But he, I mean, so yeah, he chased the tornado in his truck. You watched oh, a little bit too much Twister when it came out or something? That was the movie. Yeah. I was trying to think, think of what did. the movie was. I think he did. In a pickup truck, no less. <laughs> Twister. Bill I remember I used Great to love that movie. So wait, from the from the cuff here, it's got Helen Hunt, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman as a weird stoner guy, which you wouldn't expect, uh, Bill Paxton. Uh, wait, there, there are some other ones. Yeah. Don't Don't tell me. Uh, all right, tell me. There's um, Bill Pullman. There's no. Carrie Elwes. That's right. That's who it was. Valerie Bertinelli, I think. Okay, sure. 
and a lot of people I don't recognize. But speaking of PSH, I just watched um, uh, Boogie Nights again today. Great flick. Zach, it does not seem up your I don't... alley. <laughs> really? I don't, don't believe I've ever seen that movie. It's a, it's a great movie. It's really well done. It's about the porn industry in 77. Moving into oh, the eighties, okay. yeah. So it and it like everyone's in this movie. Every time someone walks on, you're like, "Oh, that's right, you too." Yeah, but oh, yeah, William shit, H. Macy, at the ca- Burt cast, Reynolds, holy crap, yeah, yeah. Uh, Heather, whatever his last name is, Heather Locklear. No, no, the other one, the other Graham, one. Heather Graham. That's right, Heather Graham. Uh, Julianne Moore, Burt Reynolds, John yeah. C. Riley. Oh. Included Dude, with fucking Prime, phenomenal! So I'll put it on my watch list. Yeah, it's a uh, very, very good movie. There's just a lot of sex. The the dude oh, played. No. I can't watch it now. And the first no. Punisher. I know, I know. Poor Zach. <laughs> I can't watch all the sex. There's also a huge fake penis in the end of it. Yeah, because they talk about the penis the whole time, and I just I've always I've always always connected with John Cheadle's character in that movie of just trying oh, to yeah, figure yeah. out who you are and like putting on the costume of the day. <laughs> <laughs> The cowboy stereo salesman. Fantastic. Yeah. And then he, he becomes like Spaceman with the wig. And oh, I just love, I love Don <laughs> Cheadle's character in that movie. Uh, the, my favorite scene is when they're trying to convince the, the guy who owns the record studio to give them free record time because, or free recording time so that then they can get the money and pay him back. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking busts out the karate. He's like, no, what? Oh, it's great. <laughs> And a brilliant comedic performance by uh, Marky Mark. Mm-hmm. And Zach, William H. Macy is also in this. And he plays this guy who's like one of the producers, but his wife is constantly having sex with other people. Oh. But like really, really blatantly, there's one scene where she's just screwing the circle of guys in their driveway. And oh, my she, God. And she's like, get out of here. You're <laughs> embarrassing me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a sad movie. It's like, very depending sad. on what age you are when you watch it, like it's it's pretty sad, but it's also pretty funny. Yeah. It's a it's an early Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie. I like how there's an ad for Shameless on IMDb while I'm looking at one of the movies that William H. Macy probably wants to forget he ever made. I don't know. Like that I mean it was some good acting. It for sure Mr. Macy. was. It sure was. Like you just feel sorry for him. Well, that's, that's, that's generally how his character is. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. rare that he's like <laughs> the guy where you're like jealous of him or you hate him. Right. Well, I don't know. In, uh, in mystery men, he's got some good, some good fucking one liners. I'm going to eat this egg salad. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. William H. Macy. Anyway, but so this is our this is our podcast where we talk about who's in movies. Yeah, yeah. This, this is Perfect. a vital, vital <laughs> portion of each episode. I can get carried away because I love the fucking movie game, the Six Degrees of Separation, as it were, or Kevin See, Bacon. Depending, I on just like to to listen to you go because we'll start <laughs> talking about a movie that I may have heard of but have no idea who's in it, or even a movie that I've seen before. Like with with talking about Twister this time, I mm. used to watch that movie all the time as a kid. But if you'd have put me on the spot to ask me who was in it, and I had no idea. Well, sure, you don't know who those people head. are when you're a kid. Yeah, right. yeah. You don't pay attention to that shit. So it just it's just interesting to me how how you can like just off the top of your head name like four or five actors in a movie. 
that you probably haven't seen in years. <laughs> I honestly, so I'm pretty good at the movie game and I use previews of movies that I've never seen. Mm-hmm. They just sort of get embedded in my memory. Wow. That's an important, <laughs> yeah. that's an important part. I switched to the being previews. able to, able, that's an important part of, of being able to be good at the movie game and not have yeah. like spend your entire life watching cinema. Right, because who has the time for that shit anymore now that we're grown? I started making that transition in high school from that guy from The Thing to, like, knowing some. Right, yeah, at least knowing one thing. Yeah. I um, By the way, speaking of movies and James knowing things about movies, there's some Farmer Fran follow-up. Oh, I, yeah? Oh, I, really? I went and I talked to Zach's brother about the whole Farmer Fran thing. <laughs> oh, did you? I did. <laughs> He has known through today that he was making a Waterboy reference, but never thought to bring it up. <laughs> that's so funny. I knew that that's what it was, that he he was probably just like, why don't you get it? Or that he thought that you knew, I'm guessing, and just probably. thought it was stupid the whole time. Yeah, because he was, he was shocked when I told him that we had no idea he was making a reference to a movie. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, I can only imagine how awkward that was. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, fine, boy. You know, he shook it off real quick. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, then I walked in the store and you know bought some. Brought lumps. it back up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, farmer, good old farmer Fran. How was your How was your How was your week, Zach? What'd you get up to this week? Uh, my week was good. I did not do anything exciting except s- clean my apartment a little bit. Hey, that's exciting. Up a little bit. That's good. It's exciting. You have a lot of open space in there. Is that does it? Do you tend to get it? Let it get cluttered? A little bit, yeah. Just with like day to day stuff, like especially since I'm the only one here. Mm-hmm. No after, one's picking you know, up after you go to work. Well, yeah, no one's picking up after I go to work, but I also don't have to worry about anything being in someone's way. I can, oh. like, decide to leave my, have, instead of putting my shoes, my my uh, normal shoes, my work shoes, my slippers, my flip-flops, instead of putting them in the closet where I've decided they belong. You know, after a couple of days of being lazy, I'll just have a row of them in the middle of the dining room mm-hmm. in the section that I normally don't walk in, <laughs> you know, things like that. Instead of putting my backpack away at the end of the day, I'll just leave it uh, leaning up against the wall somewhere. Oh, sure. So I kind of went through and and de- decluttered, put stuff back where it belongs a bit. What's your What's your style when you start cleaning your house? Like, what do, what is your plan of attack? Uh, it depends what I'm doing, like what I'm exactly cleaning. Um, what in this time? What I normally do, like I started with my room because my room's a little bit cluttered. Because when I went to IKEA the last time, I bought more bookshelves than I needed at the time, mm. just so that I didn't have to go back to get another bookcase in like six months. Sure. So the book uh, case in my room is mostly empty. So I had a bunch of random things on there. Uh, my desk had a bunch of random things on it. My dresser had. So I just kind of moved all of the things that didn't belong onto my bed, then dusted and cleaned and then kind of sorted through the random crap that it accumulated to throw away or file away what needed to be filed away. Hmm. So I guess that's kind of how I normally do it. Move stuff from all the 
different locations into one central location and clean um, everywhere else and then sort through the pile. <laughs> I always go with, with uh, constant motion. So I, I do, I do all the little things, but I do it all at once. So I'm like, Oh, the spoon should be in the sink. And so I pick it up and I walk to the sink. And then when I'm in the kitchen, I go, Oh, this child's toy should be in a toy box and then walk that to the toy box and just, you know, like micro cleaning by micro cleaning. Suddenly the house is a lot less messy. See, that's kind of what I do, but like on a much, much, much procrastinated scale. (laughs) (laughs) So like we we're really bad at doing dishes, right? And so Uh the dishes fill up the sink and then they fill up the counter next to it. And then I go to clean the dishes, but I'm like, there's no fucking counter space. So I got to clean off this whole counter first. And then I'm like, oh, this shit doesn't even belong here. So I got to go to the other room. And then I'm like, well, I got to clean this room too now to put this shit away. So it's a. It's like I'm steps and steps behind myself all the time. Sure. But I get it nice and organized when I do do it. It's just I don't ever take the time to do it. And theater, like, really cuts into that when we both do a show. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we just – like, just now we're finally getting into a place where it's like, okay, we, we have some time for ourselves and for our, you know, cleanliness of our house. But when we go to work and then rush home and walk the dogs and eat real quick and then go to the theater, it's, it's real hard to, to maintain any sort of normal cleanliness. Sure. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> are, you, are you guys without a dishwasher? We have a dishwasher, huh. um, but uh, it, yeah, it's it's not the best dishwasher. Oh, okay. so so like if it's not if the shit's not pretty much sparkly clean before we put it in there, it, it there's no point in putting it in oh. there. Everything else gets like it just redistributes what little <laughs> grime is on one <laughs> dish to the rest of the dish. So like yeah, it's it's pretty much pointless. Do you ever check the filters in the bottom? Yeah, so I I tried to take it out the other day, but it's like it's so old that it's like one piece, mm. like the whole bot. Like there's not a removable thing. There's like a grate, but uh, but yeah, there's no, there's not just a way to like. I think it just needs to be replaced. I can replace the whole bottom of the dishwasher, huh. but yeah, that's a task. Yeah, and we run you know we Jeez. run vinegar through it, and we've just mm-hmm. got these we're trying a new thing which is a, a dishwasher cleaner but it's different than i thought i thought like it, you run the dish like you clean an oven with an mm. oven cleaner in it you know but it's not that it's it's supposed to you run it with your dishes and it's supposed to prevent the dishwasher from building up grime at all so we'll see how that works hmm. we uh the first place we lived we didn't have a dishwasher and so we had a very similar situation where just the counters were always covered always always covered you know, you try, you get it, you get it all done. You're like, okay, from now on, we'll clean every single dish as they happen. But then yeah, you try, but then, you know, one time it doesn't quite happen that way. And then before you know it, you have a hugely full sink. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. See the, the having a dishwasher saves me so many times because as long as I just remember whenever I'm done with a dish, if I don't put it directly, if I don't rinse it and put it directly into the dishwasher, as long as I put enough water to soak wherever the food was at, then when I do put it in the dishwasher, it just goes in really easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's smart. And that's, uh, once you can get it down to one load at a time, that's, it's an easy thing to do. Yes. But like when you get to the point where you're like, okay, I've filled up the dishwasher and then I still have to wash and soak these other dishes. And then it's just a constant state of like, okay, well, now I've got to wash these dishes and put them in the dishwasher. And then I've got to take the dishes from the counter and put them in the sink, you know? Yeah. 
Well, see, I I have it much easier than <laughs> YouTube <laughs> because I'm the only one here. Yeah. And the amount of silverware I have right now is basically what if I'm out of silverware, then that means I have about a load of dishes worth of of dishes to do. Yep. So it's like, oh, use my last uh, fork or spoon. Time to run the dishwasher because by now there's enough stuff in there to justify running it. There you go. I used to when I lived with roommates, I would keep I had a pot. And a pan, and like a couple of bowls and a couple of plates, and I kept them all in my room. <laughs> I did the same thing. I think we've talked about this, but yeah, yeah. I did the I did the exact same thing because fuck oh, those man. guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's awful. You, I, they still fucking ate my butter and my noodles, though, bitch asses. But they they cooked them in their own shit, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> my my daughter is on a noodle. I don't know what something woke up in her and now that's all she wants is noodles in different ways. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, so we're eating we're eating a lot of noodles around this house. <laughs> What's her favorite noodle? She likes um she likes Asian noodles, so like egg noodles. Oh, yeah. Like butter and chow mein, chow mein and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Or ramen. She likes ramen. Yeah, but that's not nice. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you guys drinking? Ah, what a great question. I'm finishing my wine from last week and then I have a second bottle I'm ready to open. Oh nice. Sweet. I need to go get some more wine because I actually liked that uh two week span when I was doing wine. Yeah. But I am doing my black label Jameson. Ooh, that's good stuff. Yes. Nice. And I've been nice. sticking with that lately because I got a I forget from who or from where, but I got a bottle of it for Christmas. So I'm like, you know, I can drink as much of this other bottle as I have because I have a backup already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what happens when someone gifts me a bottle for my collection that I already have. It's like, all right, that goes up on the shelf and the open yep. one comes down. For and drinking. <laughs> for drinking. Yeah. <laughs> my coworker just asked me if I wanted a bottle of Tullamore Dew. Because she was given one, and I was like, yeah. "Yes, I do." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Of course I do." Like I've had it; it's it's a fine whiskey. Mm -hmm. But uh, free whiskey is always better than no whiskey. That's true, except for certain certain kinds. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. <clears throat> if someone uh, offered I'd... me, oh, go ahead. I was just to say, if someone offered me some of that, like Jack Daniel's honey, <laughs> I'd say no. That's okay. I, I don't know. I might take if someone was offering stuff like that for me free. I might just just about take it and just yeah, you know. It, there's it's always great for ale. parties, <laughs> you know. And there's always somebody who's going to want it. That's right. It may not be true. you, but like somebody will be like, you know, that honey thing right there. Mm -hmm. Like that. So after our New Year's party, I now have a very well stocked liquor cabinet of <laughs> pretty okay, you know, liquors. So. Whenever there's a party, I'm going to be ready to go. What do you want? I got it. Yeah, exactly. Fire away. Ooh, is there a fireball <laughs> in there? I think there's a fireball in there. But I can't be sure. Oh, there's my phone to turn on the flashlight because I'm sitting in a dark room next to my dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't tell, but I think there's fireball. Weren't we doing fireball shots at night? At some point, probably. You guys are always Some doing of fireball us shots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went to a wedding last December, and uh, Christine and I came. Was it? Is that when Josh and Gianna got married, James? Was last December? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. 
Christine and I came with two flasks each of um, the, moon, <laughs> the moonshine that I make. And James and Jenny were in the row behind us for the wedding ceremony. Oh, and, yeah, that was nice. And so at one point, I just I just reached into my pocket and I handed back the flask to James and he took a swig. But then James's immediate reaction was, did you just trick me into drinking some fireball? Yeah, is there fucking cinnamon in this? <laughs> and yes, there was cinnamon, but it was it was moonshine, <laughs> which is white whiskey. We learned at uh, the other day at the whiskey thing that the hmm. uh, whiskey barrel that was oh, uh, right, right, right. Yeah, that white whiskey mm-hmm. it was just moonshine. Yeah, clear whiskey one one time in Utah, never again. It's t- it's rough. <laughs> it's like it's oh, like paint thinner. <laughs> It's really rough. I can't imagine that they would have that would be legal in Utah. Uh, it was at the liquor store there. Uh, I don't remember the details, and Brian probably doesn't either because I think he immediately. Well, I say immediately. I think he spent like a year trying to give the bottle away before <laughs> someone finally took it off his hands. Because <laughs> we we drank some of it around the couple days I was there, mostly whenever we would force each other to drink it and then never wanted to touch it ever again. Uh, I, I don't remember the brand. It was an Ardbeg. I don't think Ardbeg is clear. I'm trying to remember the no. name of the one that's clear. There's a scotch that's that's clear. Um, I did that, that sort of thing once of like basically like daring each other to drink something with some friends. And I'm going to preface the story by saying kids don't drink and drive. But <laughs> once I was... I was in Chico visiting a friend and I had bought, you know, a decanter at some thrift store at some point. And so we filled the decanter with a bottle of brandy and I had to leave because I needed to drive from Chico to Linden to go watch a play. And, but, but I was like, I was like on my way out the door. And then some of my friends were like, you can't leave because there's still, there's still brandy in this decanter. You're not allowed to leave until there's no more brandy left in the decanter. So like, <laughs> all right well fine then fair enough give it back <laughs> so we all sat down at the table all three of us and just worked our way through the decanter to make sure it was empty so that i could leave and oh I, boy and we've you know finished it in probably 20 or 30 minutes and so then i was like all right goodbye and I, and I got in the car and i felt fine and i drove from chico to linden and then I parked in the parking lot in Linden, and I opened the door, and I stood up from from being in the car, and I went, "Whoa, <laughs> I am very drunk right now." <laughs> Shouldn't I be driving? But it happened. It, yeah, well, it happened gradually <laughs> along the two-hour drive from Chico to Linden. So I didn't. I got in the car sober, and I got out hammered. And it's just like, okay, that was that shouldn't have happened. So luckily uh, <laughs> I had about three hours from there to sober up watching a really terrible play <laughs> before I had to go break went home. Uh, I've done similar things while on mushrooms. Oh, like, yeah. oh no, I'm fine. And then you start driving and you're like, wait, am I tripping? What's happening? And then you're like, yeah, no, I'm tripping yeah, hard, but let's yeah. keep going. <laughs> I had that while camping once where I sat, I just sat in a chair drinking whiskey for like an hour and then I stood up to go pee. Oh shit. And just <laughs> throughout that hour, I, I got drunk. 
it's so boring. <laughs> and didn't realize. And you didn't. You don't realize it when it's so gradual yeah. like that. Because I'm used to the kind of drunk where you're like, especially when you're drinking a lot of beer and you're spending a lot of time getting up to go to the bathroom. And so every time you get up to go to the bathroom, you feel like a little bit more of like, all right, yeah. here it comes. <laughs> but when, whoops, zero to drunk all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've just about done. I've done similar stuff just doing this before, you know. If mm-hmm. I, after two hours of sitting here, if I don't have to get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of it, and you know, have five, six shots worth of whiskey while sitting here, then all of a sudden I get up and I'm like, "Whoa, I am way drunker than I thought." Yep, the, that happened whenever I texted you guys. Not last week, I think, but the week before. <laughs> I was just like I was trying to go to bed and it just was going in the bedroom like smash crash. <laughs> and she called you out on it. Yeah, she's like, "You're too drunk. Go to bed." Like, all right, fine then. <laughs> I can't wait till dry January is over. It, you're you're over the over the hump. I know. Yeah, and it hasn't been too bad most of the time, but like. It's one of those things where it's like I'll sit down every now and again and be like, man, I really would like a drink right now. Mm-hmm. And like I have the means to do so, but it's more about a, a matter of like fucking owning it. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And sure. like like being like, no, I can make it for fucking 30 days, you know, and I may not even go back. Like I may just be like, well, let's if I can make it six months, you know, because sure. at this point I'm at six months without smoking. Well, there you go. And I'm doing fine. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, uh, I'm trying not to do beer this month. Yeah, to for varying, the carbs. To, for the car- yeah, just for the carbs. I, my wife convinced me to do this thing called diet bet. You put up money, and then you're supposed to lose whatever amount of weight based on whatever challenge you do. Oh, okay. And if you oh, do huh. it, then you win your money back. <laughs> and then you win a portion of the money of all the people who couldn't do it. Ah, nice. Huh. So I'm supposed to lose like 10 pounds this month. Who are you doing it with? Uh, I don't know. A bunch of strangers. Oh, like I'm oh. It's just, it's an app. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm supposed to lose like 10 pounds. And so I'm slightly more paying attention to what I eat and not drinking beer. And we'll see how far that takes me. Yeah. If I lose my $35, Wine... I lose my $35. It's okay. <laughs> Wine is sneaky. It's sneaky carbs because it's essentially grape juice, but it's still alcohol. But it's. I knew a chick who who lost a ton of weight just by switching from beer to wine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, beer is going to be the. Like, whenever I drink, like, uh, I think there was one time I did did beer while doing this, and I added added the beers I had into into my calorie counting app, and I compared that to the nights when I just drink a couple glasses of, of whiskey, and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. And I now with my with my new job, the people my my employees like to take beer breaks, just like for lunch yep. we go somewhere and have a beer, and it just the more it was happening, the more it was like I'm drinking beer every day of the week, <laughs> and that needs because to stop. It's, it's more acceptable than being like, no, give me a shot, please, at one o'clock. Well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I've been doing. When they're like, hey, let's go to yeah. Basil's and and have a beer, I order you know a whiskey on the rocks or something. Just because I don't, I don't want a beer. Yeah, <laughs> right. Even though I do, I love beer, but that's why beer is not allowed because I love it too much. It was an acquired taste for me. Is that right? Well, me too. But I started with King Cobra, and that's yeah, 
Pabst Blue Ribbon was yeah. my <laughs> was the thing that actually got me liking beer. Before then, I I mean I drank beer, but I didn't like drink beer like I you know drink beer now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like for, force one down every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, but I'm yeah. totally with you. It took a while. I w- I was drinking wine and tequila mostly, and beer was like eh, all right, eh, maybe. And eventually, it it really caught on for me, <laughs> especially when I had to buy it myself. Like, ooh, yeah, that's how much. And then, yeah, <laughs> this thirty exactly. pack is how much? Thirty stones yeah. for thirteen bones. <laughs> okay, do it. <laughs> <laughs> or I get one bottle for twenty. Hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I used so. to uh, buy beer at this gas station in Sonora all the time because while well, I was eighteen. And I looked, I guess, old enough, but also because I worked at the pizza place and we used, we had a policy when I first started there that like, if someone would call in an order and not pick it up, then different employees could take it home if they wanted to. Sure. And so, or if you fuck up someone's order or whatever, and it's just sitting in a pizza warmer all night, you could take it home. So I would go into that place and I would give those guys a pizza every night on my way home. And in exchange, they'd always be like, you get one thing free. Like okay, oh, <laughs> I'll take a free thirty pack. Exactly. So I just I would I would never push it that much. I never went more than a twelve pack. Sure, to be respectful of the weird deal you've got going. Yeah, exactly. Like I'll take this seven dollar thing in exchange for this pizza. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Then they that stopped, and it stopped because of my roommate. Because I didn't realize it, but my roommate started calling in pizza orders that he wasn't going to pick up just so I would bring them home to him. Oh. <laughs> Holy shit. And I, I wasn't aware of this thing until it until one night um, I came home without any pizza. And he was like, hey, you, don't, you didn't bring home any pizza? And I was like, oh, no, they actually stopped letting us do that. They said, like, too many sketchy calls were coming in. He goes... Oh man, I was sure you're going to bring home the, whatever this kind of pizza for Egbert (laughs) for Egbert. Like, Oh, that's what it all came together. Like, (laughs) Oh my God, (laughs) you motherfucker. You're the whole reason. You're the reason (laughs) you killed, you killed this beautiful process. Oh my God. See, I was much more blatant. Like this was, I was a delivery driver for little Caesars when they delivered. Right. So fucking 15 years ago at this point uh, in Manteca and like all my friends knew to ask for James. Right. And Mm -hmm. I would grab an extra pepperoni pizza or a couple of extra things of crazy bread. Oh, because they have all that stuff hot and ready. (laughs) So it's not really inventoried every single pizza made. Right. And no one was really I mean, they they did account at the end of the night. But uh, yeah. And then like the owner started getting really chintzy. He's like, okay, well, all these hot and ready's are going in the freezer now. We're not going to resell them, but you can't fucking take them home. You know, we wanted to start tracking where the shit was coming and going. So, but yeah, no, absolutely. And I would trade it for weed. You know, I would fucking like, I one time wasn't even a friend of mine. Like I just went up to this trailer and like, you could hear them coughing and hacking and it smelled like weed outside. And I opened the door and there was a huge bong sitting on the table and they were like, hide it, hide it. And I was like, dude, it's okay. I was like, Hey, I'll tell you what. I was like, I will give you guys a free crazy bread if you let me hit that bong. And they were like, are you serious? Hold on. And like close the door for a minute and like talk amongst themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, yeah, okay, sure. So I'm here. I went to my truck and I got the other crazy bread that I had been planning on eating for myself because sure. I also used to fucking steal it for myself. And I, I took the fattest rip that I'd ever taken. And they were like, whoa. 
<laughs> like, you're badass. I was like, thanks, guys. Have a great night. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that's all. Uh, pizza delivery driving. That was that was the life, man. Zach, you, oh, you, just, yeah. you just missed out. And it's <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah, I never, never, never had to worry about that. Got my job bagging at Save Mart at, uh, after uh, I graduated from high school and never had to worry about another one after that, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those, oh, those, boy. those were the days. A lot of uh what, so hmm? I was gonna ask Zach what made him decide to go into pharmacy, pharmaceuticals. That's a great question. I, I don't even remember at this point. Um I remember making jokes about it at like in like middle school essentially. Yeah. And then not really thinking about it at all in high school until they started in like I think junior year. They made us start going on websites and shit. And looking at different like job fields and and stuff like that, and I'm like, oh, maybe pharmacy would be interesting. <laughs> so I forget where exactly I applied, other than UOP. I know I applied to some other schools, but I applied specifically to UOP because they had a pre-pharmacy program. Got in, and mm-hmm. that was that essentially. Huh. Right on. But yep. like I said, I don't even remember what made that like like a thing to start with. So I've got a picture of Zach on career day in 2002 oh, God, yep. <laughs> dressed as a pharmacist because that's what he wanted to do for his career. But I'm about to go grab that yearbook to see because I think that because we we were a small school. So everyone had this whole questionnaire about what they were going to do with their life. They had to fill out and like included in that was future career. And I think Zach may have said pharmacists, but I'm going to check. <laughs> Oh my god, this I don't know about, about where you guys are at, but the wind is just howling right now. Is that what I'm hearing? It's like whistling. It's crazy. Oh, is that coming through? <laughs> yeah, are you, sounds like you're outside. No. But my, <laughs> my my apartment is is the one on the back on the back side right next to the levee, so uh, oh, yeah. so the wind's coming kind of down. The wind yeah. tunnel. Yeah. All right, let's see. Zach Harden. See, his ambition is to do good in high school. Sweet. So that that's the career part. So uh apparently Zach had some pretty low goals. <laughs> <laughs> everyone else is talking about all kinds of stuff. Graduate high school and I'll be happy, I guess. So is what uh eighth grade me thought. Yeah. My my goal was to become the CEO of a major corporation. Uh, there oh you go. hey, sweet. You're was, well on your way. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was really into Dilbert at the time. Okay. Oh, shit. Like like really into Dilbert. I transitioned from reading Calvin and Hobbes books all the time to reading tons of Dilbert books. Oh yeah, in high school to attend, I wrote undecided because that's a thing. <laughs> that's a thing. They wait, they let you pick your high schools? Well, because it was a private school, so you could be going oh. to the public school that was where you lived, or whichever private school. So, like most of these people say St. Mary's because that's where they all went. I see. I gotcha. I was like, they didn't give us a single choice. They were like, you go to this school, and you will go to that school, and then this school. Largely, that's that's how it would have been had we not been at a at a private school. Yeah, private school. Yeah. <laughs> Good old private school. The biggest thing, the biggest 
reason I would ever want my kids to go to private school is that I got to a public high school and nobody knew where anything was in the world. Their, their <laughs> sense of geography just didn't exist. Oh yeah. We didn't give a shit about that. <clears throat> and then geography was a class that every freshman had to take. But to this day, I can largely tell the difference between someone who went to public middle school versus private by their knowledge of geography. Interesting. Unless uh. they went to college, because college often fills in some of those gaps. But I, I wonder why that was an important thing. Geography? Well, it really stuck for me because the way our teacher taught us geography was he would pick a section of the world, the Middle East uh -huh. or whatever, and then we would it was very rote. It was just this is the what the country looks like and this is the capital and that was all the, the test was. Okay. Was you know, the Middle East and it was like country A, B, C, D, E. What is this country and what is the capital? But the way that he decided to teach this, and Zach, I'm sure you don't remember this. Yeah, I'm I'm just along for the ride because right. I don't remember anything that you're saying right now. I'm just the, trusting you. The way he decided to teach this was he would point at a country and be like, this is, and I'm trying to think of a good example. Uh, this is Liberia. The capital is Monrovia. And he'd write that on the board. And then he would just say whatever facts about that country he happened to know. So he'd be like, this is Liberia, capital's Monrovia. Uh Liberia is a country in Africa where they sent all the freed slaves if they wanted to go. And so Monrovia is actually named after President Monroe. Ah. All right. Over here, this is Chad. <laughs> and then he'd tell us whatever <laughs> whatever fact about Chad that he knew. And so that so we had, stuck with me. We had me. world geography in uh, my sophomore year. Uh, sorry, my wife just asked if she could turn the heat on and I graciously said yes no. because it is a little cold in, what a in the gentleman house. i know right <laughs> <laughs> like no you you live in a blanket now uh, <laughs> but no so he, like we did i remember we had to learn all of the the countries and their capitals of africa uh and and i mean essentially the whole world like because iceland's not in africa but i know that reykjavik is the capital wait is reykjavik the capital of iceland mm -hmm. yeah so it was stuff like that but he always had like not a lot of the shit that he was saying made sense, but he had like weird, like mnemonic devices hmm. that would, that would help us fucking remember shit. And the whole, like most of the class, like based on his like weird memorization system, like got it, but like it didn't actually have any real world application. Like, you know, other than just that, that we can talk about it, you know, 20 years later. Well, it's helpful. It's helpful with, you know, just world news and knowing <laughs> yeah, fair what's next to what. And sometimes right. for big gaffes, like there's a, I have a picture that I found on my phone that I saved years and years ago where it's like a picture of the Middle East, but they have Iran labeled as Egypt. Oh, oh weird. <laughs> it's like not just wrong country, wrong continent. <laughs> oh my God. That's hilarious. Jesus. But when it got to things, things like... In in Asia and in Africa, our teacher basically just really didn't have much knowledge of the stuff. So it was a little more helpful in Europe because we were probably learning about the world wars or something like that. Well, no, not the, not the world wars because we did that differently. But um, it, it was like helpful to to learn about different aspects of why World War II went down the way it did. Right. Sure. 
because he'd kind of point out like you know Germany went over here and then they they were really they got starved out by the Russians because the the winter hit and blah 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 and yeah I don't know I would just geography it just is interesting that that is something that is skipped over a lot oh yeah but that's worldwide I mean. There's there's memes all the time about like how English people see America. It's like uh, Texas. This is probably California, right? And you know they just don't know where anything is. Oh yeah, I watched. I I, I don't know where how I got to this point, but at one point I was on YouTube going down the rabbit hole, and they that was ended up with some video like Irish people try and identify states. Oh, that's on facts. Like that. That's a that's a great it's a great uh, channel. Channel. Uh, I'm, Good. I'm glad you've heard of it. Facts. It's it's the channel is called Facts. Period. And that's and so they started off as a different thing, and now they're like Irish Buzzfeed. Oh, okay. So it's it's Irish people. Insert action here. Irish people try American sodas. Irish people try and name the states. Irish people drink beers from Azerbaijan. Is it always Irish people? It's always Irish people because it's Irish people who. They're in Dublin making the uh, okay. videos. Got videos. Occasionally, it'll be like American people try an Irish thing because they do know some expats who live in Dublin, but it's generally about Irish people. I remember one time I watched they had a video about. Um, I think they have multiple with Irish people trying American type foods, mm-hmm. and I remember the one I watched. Like half the foods they gave them, I'm like, "Oh, this is like gross." Anyways, why oh, would sure. you? <laughs> Give this to them, <laughs> but I guess the the intention is to try to get a negative reaction, anyways. But I'm like, you know, most Americans would have a negative reaction if you gave them that food too. There's a spinoff channel that I think is more of James's alley called "Are You Having That?" That sounds interesting already. Where it's one guy who really, really loves drinking beer, who used to be on Facts videos, and he's not mad at them or anything. He just decided to spin off and create his own channel and so there's a lot of just him drinking lots and lots of beers and and being very very cartoonish a very cartoonish irish person and being like things you ought to know before you walk into an irish pub in downtown london (laughs) (laughs) maybe like in every single irish pub there are four old wankers sitting at the bar do not sit next to them because they don't want you anywhere near them. Are you having that? <laughs> oh, that's great. That's I'm going to have to watch that. Oops. I started playing audio of a video because the big one that really took off because it has 11 million views is 57 years apart, a boy and an old man talk about life. Huh. That sounds freaking interesting. It's yes. very interesting. <laughs> and it's very... And it's very it's very cute. Poignant. It's very poignant okay. and cute to have an old Irish man and uh, like a seven or eight year old Irish boy just chatting. Chat. Yeah, Irish people try Italian soda. Irish people try American breakfast cereals. Irish people watch The Good Place. Irish people try Snapple for the first time. <laughs> Irish people try the world's spiciest foods. Did I show you that video of the Scottish dudes trying to say purple burglar alert? No. They just fucking can't do it. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's yeah, a burglar, I mean, burglar alarm. I'm alarm, gonna yeah. I'm gonna play it because I think the audio may come through. We'll find out. Alright, let's find out. 
I got nothing. Yeah, I haven't heard anything yet. Could you guys not hear it? No, Correct. I didn't hear oh, okay. Well, it, it's as James t- described. See, it's uh, <laughs> it's not it's not happening. Because purple <laughs> is very hard to say with a Scottish accent. Purple, purple, burglar. How fucking hard is it? He says. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that he is drunk too. Of course, because <laughs> he's kind of staggering. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Burgular. 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 And he just gets caught up on it, and he he can't remember how to say it correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Laughing at other people's foibles. There's a lot of things. Like, for me, I know the word asked, and I just put a lot of effort into saying it because I always say asked. Ah, yeah. I asked you this. Just because it's easier than asked. I mean, you said it fine just then. Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't <laughs> do that in my everyday life. It's not that I can't. It's, it's what? It's too what are your thoughts on? Because sometimes I will do like I'll add a schwa sound to like instead of like asked, I'll be like asked. Hmm. Right. I don't do you that. Know? But not on, yeah, it. sometimes it's on purpose. Right. It sounds weird, but it's fun to say. It's like you're writing a poem. Exactly. That's one that I have a hard time saying. Exactly. exactly. Yep. Yeah. I say exactly. exactly all the time. I don't emphasize yeah. the T. <laughs> or I, I catch myself saying excuse me instead of excuse me. And it's like, mm. like it's not impossible to say. It takes a whole other syllable, but it's, you know, it yeah. does take effort to think about. Zach, do you have any of these? I mean, some sometimes I I think I also have trouble with exactly. You know, <laughs> I just yeah. Um, I, I, otherwise, none that I'm like conscious of off the top of my head. There's been different. I can't think of any in uh, right now, but I I know I can't remember what order it was. Like uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was trying to say something, and I kept kept getting uh, hung up on a word. Hmm. So every once in a while, with different words. I have one that's the opposite, which is um, I, other people go to a different thing, but I always go to the grocery store. You don't go to the grocery store? I don't go to the grocery store. I go to the grocery store because it's which, a I mean, grocer. Right. I don't know you why. You could even stop at go to the grocery and yep. it would be fine. Well, then I'm from England. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I, for me, it's always grocery. So maybe my daughter will catch on to that and start talking about the grocery store all the time and get made fun of at school. See, I'm kind of in the middle. I don't say grocery, but I don't say grocery. I say grocery, which is weird. Like it's G-R-O-S-S-R-Y? Essentially is how it ends up sounding. But like, yeah, I don't, I don't, right? Yeah, it's yeah. weird. No, I, I do. I probably do grocery when I'm in a hurry. Yeah, when you're in a hurry, you gotta drop syllables. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. Let's get to the grocery store. <laughs> Let's get to the grocery. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, are you okay over there? My dog burped or something. Oh, everything seems okay now. Be thankful it was just a burp. <laughs> my, my my poor mom has four animals. And at some point I was asking her, 
I don't even remember what I asked her. And her response was, well, it doesn't even matter because I have to clean up pet vomit every single day. (laughs) (laughs) All four of her animals, for some reason or another, throw up every single day in her house. Maybe she should feed them something different. (laughs) The problem is that her two dogs are over 10. So they have all kinds of issues. One of the cats is also over 10. And then there's a kitten who's got some other issue going on. Yeah, fair enough. But apparently apparently she spends a lot of her day cleaning up pet vomit. Which I'm thankful I don't have to. I have one cat who sometimes overeats and then throws up, but then the dog just comes by and cleans that up. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> it's like a treat. Yeah, exactly. Why do I have 47 YouTube notifications? Holy shit. Oh, because it's recommending it's recommending videos slash telling me when college humor uploads a video. Ah, uh, I don't need to know any of that. Luckily, they don't email me anymore. Are you guys big on <laughs> on getting rid of email notifications? Yes, in general. Yes. Do you go through and do the unsubscribe thing now and then? Yeah, I not try and not subscribe in the first place. Yes. Oh, yeah. If you're asking for my email address for something that like I don't need that much, and you're like, oh, well, we can't proceed unless we have your email address, then I just kind of go, well, I guess we're not proceeding. Yeah, there's my <laughs> answer for you then. Like, no more of that. Mm-hmm. Find the free version next week. Exactly. I Too often, I get, do give my email to places, and then I put up with it for months until I finally unsubscribe. <laughs> that, that's Once the I, thing. I forget about it so often because it's very easy to just swipe and delete the email. Yeah, no, exactly. Or archive in my case because I'm a weird Gmail boy and I've oh. never deleted an email. Oh, wow. I, I still have like all my high school big papers and stuff like that because I just I put it all in the archive. Don't get me wrong. I archive a lot of stuff I shouldn't. But even after having my one of my Gmail accounts now for, God, I don't even know how long probably before college really got going it's only at 1.8 gigabytes let's see i'm gonna i'm gonna find out how much i have on my old one james how long have you had your email address oh man uh probably 10 years maybe no maybe more i was 21 when when major beats became a thing so okay uh yeah so probably what 14 years now almost but Gmail didn't exist when I was in high school. People were still rocking AOL accounts. Yahoo was a new thing. <laughs> so the for me, Gmail in high school was something that um, they were still at. Everybody who was on Gmail got five invites for someone else to use Gmail when yeah, you got yeah. on there. So that's where I was in like 2005. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Excuse no, me. just that I had to be invited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I even really. I might be getting it. Well, as everyone knows, I have shoddy memory um, <laughs> back past more than a, you know the current events. Anyways, so I may just be mis misremembering. It may have been early college when I switched from um, Yahoo to Gmail. I'm at 1.23 gigabytes on this Gmail account. That oh, I've and you had, archive everything? And I archive everything. Oh, my God. So you I must just get a lot less emails than me. Yes. <laughs> I, I have you 
beat. <laughs> I even I even used to subscribe to this one guy who had like fitness things. I have a whole a whole section called Buff that's like all these fitness crazy things I was trying to do. Let's see, theater stuff. Oh yeah, that was high school theater stuff. Let's see. Man, where how do I find my freaking archive? Because I bet you we used to star things. Do you guys yep. star things on Gmail? Oh, yeah. I would yep. get Urban Dictionary Word of the Day, and I apparently starred a few of those that I really oh, liked. What were they? Share uh, them with us now. Pulling a Palin. <laughs> which is quitting when the going gets tough, abandoning the responsibility entrusted to you by your neighbors for book advances and to make money on the lecture circuit. Perfect. Book advances. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, a lot of Sarah Palin stuff. Sarah Palin effect. Face brag. Do you use play- Facebook as a platform to brag? Oh. <laughs> Let's see, Calvin Evans. It's mostly Urban Dictionary. I guess I really liked <laughs> some stuff on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> I'm going to need this later. <laughs> wow. All Urban Dictionary until we get to some other stuff. Okay. Oh, I went to Saracoso College. Forgot about that. <laughs> I have attended a lot of colleges for someone who has three units. <laughs> I, I have three units on my transcript, but I have enrolled in, I think, seven colleges. Wow. Nice. Yeah. One of the, uh, the train, like all of the trainings at work at my current job through San Joaquin County are done through UC Davis. So I have something like 10 credits at UC Davis now. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, I take one every six months, essentially. So, and I've been there for almost four years. So, ooh, yeah. I have my I have my whole essay here on humanism that I won I won best essay overall for Academic in like 2006. I have the whole essay. Oh, is that nice. Academic Decathlon? Yeah, it's the Academic what Decathlon. The, what was the subject again? It was it was humanism. The whole thing was about okay. the Renaissance, and I wrote an essay about humanism where I made up most of the facts. Apparently, <laughs> the people. <laughs> so I had to read it in front of everybody at at like the big award ceremony for Academic. But I had bullshitted my way through the entire thing. Apparently, those people grading the essays did not know any real facts. They were just grading based on how your essay Writing was constructed. <laughs> so I composed it well, but the academic coach was like, you can't read this out loud to the rest of these like 400 kids who actually know stuff. Oh about no, bitch, I talking. can't. And I'm still going to win. <laughs> no, he went through, he went through with a red pen and he corrected all kinds of stuff. Oh <laughs> shit. He corrected. Cause I was like getting the wrong name. I was putting the wrong years. I was just, Playing, getting ideas wrong. Sure. As you are wont to do when you're writing for writing purposes. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I had, I had like 45 minutes to write this thing. Oh, yeah. You could have just as easily changed the title and mm-hmm. been like, my version of events or an unhistorical recounting of. <laughs> right. Like all the, all the, the point, I guess I'm still getting the point across. <laughs> but I'm, I'm like quoting Michelle de Montaigne and just... I'm making it up. 
to I, one thing I got right, and then another one I made up. Uh, when reason fails us, we resort to experience, and I just I just figured that probably he would have said that. <laughs> sure, it, it sounds like he would have said at some point. Oh man, that's amazing. So mostly because mostly it's the other way around in my life now that I'm more of an adult to to look back at this. When experience fails me, I resort to reason. I go, well, I don't know, so I'm going to guess this. <laughs> and uh yeah like so our uh friend of the show Jesse who I was bad mouthing a couple episodes ago about throwing me too many softball office trivia questions has really really upped his game Oh really <laughs> He's he's been making it a point I get I get a new office trivia question every single day on his lunch break at work and they're oh tough they're tough like what was the most recent? The most recent one was actually today, which he wasn't at work. But he asked me what Toby Flenderson had his Bachelor of Science degree in. Oh wow! And so I had what to reason it? it out because I didn't know. So I was like, okay, I remember that Toby was in the seminary, but then he left the seminary because he wanted to sleep with this girl. And then he very quickly got a degree and went into the first job he could find in HR. And so knowing Toby and HR, I'm going to guess that he had a bachelor's in psychology. And he did. Ha! <laughs> oh, man. Good job. Yeah, thanks. He, get, he, he got me. Yes, Yesterday he got me. He asked me because he was, he was very specific. In this episode, Andy introduces his parents. What are their names? And I was like, well... Andy's parents are named. Um, why can't I think of it right now? <laughs> Josh Groban. Uh, and... Yeah, it's Josh Groban's dad. It's uh, <laughs> Walter and Ellen Bernard. But in this episode, he was referencing it was before they changed the name to make it that storyline of, well, I used to be Walter Jr., but when my little brother was born, they thought he better represented the Walter Bernard name. So they named him Walter Jr., and then they named me Andy, which is a name they got out of a baby book. <laughs> so but in this episode he was talking about his dad was still named Andrew Bernard so he got me on a technicality ah <laughs> uh, got him got him to quote, to quote our friend Jesse <laughs> Andy constantly says shit though that literally contradicts itself in the next sentence mm -hmm. I got straight A's uh, you know I oh, yeah. drank all the time they called me Buzz I got straight B's what <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Sent. Now I'm just looking through my old Gmail, and I don't need to be doing this. Oh. <laughs> Are you getting getting rid of anything? No, I'm just looking at it. Oh, okay. A lot of stuff from next door. Forums, promotions. It's all Amazon so, Echo. Go ahead. Back back to movies, real quick. Back to movies. I, my Let's wife do it. and I. My wife and I have been having this debate. So first of all. Are you guys familiar at all with the Crocodile Dundee movies? I have seen one. I have the first one or the any. second one. Doesn't really matter. I do, he's in L.A. I've seen the one where he's in L.A. Okay, so that's part two then. Um, so the, the question is, do you think that it would have been appropriate for Rebel Wilson to do a remake of Crocodile Dundee as Crocodile Dundee? No. Can you tell me why? Yes. Because I can tell you why I don't think that, but she didn't understand having never seen the movie. Oh, I see. Um, it's 
it would be funny that she's not an athletic person and Crocodile Dundee is is very athletic. But for me, I think that she just she just lacks the like outback knowledge that I think Paul Hogan sure. kind of showed up with. Right, right. That's, that that was the biggest thing that jumped into my brain of like yeah, she'd be she'd be playing a character all the way through, and I don't think Paul Hogan was playing a character the whole way through. Right. Well, and and for me, like he was like he it was the perfect like combination of like rugged like outback person but also suave yes. and like and also you know like like cool right where she would be too much of one and not the other she would be right? she would be falling into garbage cans and and stuff like that wow yeah it would be too slapstick and yeah. not like yeah yeah so that's that's essentially where where we left that conversation but she was like why she's like that's sexist and i was like no no mm-hmm. it's, i'm not saying that no that no girl could be crocodile dundee i'm saying her specifically could not. I was like, that's like Melissa McCarthy being uh, Rambo. And she goes, well, Rambo wasn't a comedy. And I was like, well, that's debatable first. Mm-hmm. But second, um, like, okay, it would be like Melissa McCarthy being James Bond. Yeah. You know, because of the, the whole suavete and, and you know, the, the worldly knowledge that is accompanying it. It's well, not I would, slapstick. I would say the same thing about a fat, soft Australian man. I sure. Did, sure. I think that a fat, soft Australian man would also be wrong to play Crocodile Dundee in some kind of reboot. Well, I, yes, maybe. Like again, it's more about the style of comedy, right? Because yeah. there was no, no slapstick to to uh, Paul Hogan's Crocodile Dundee. No, no, like the all. situation was funny, but he played it completely straight, right? And so, and that's where, like, yeah, like you believe Paul Hogan, even though he's a, a twig of a man, could wrestle an alligator and kill it with his bare hands and that big fucking knife, right? Yeah. You know, but in the same breath you believe also that he can woo the main character and like sweep her off her feet weirdly, yeah. even though she's like a classy broad. Yeah. <laughs> For rebel Wilson to do it, it would be that she was the exact opposite of crocodile Dundee in every single way, except for the part where she's from Australia. Right. She's like his daughter or something. And she has to live up to his name or some shit. But uh, thankfully he nixed the idea. Paul Hogan was like, no, you can't fucking have that. <laughs> Paul Hogan. Famously, uh, the butler on The Bachelor, right? Is he? Maybe I'm really? getting that wrong. <laughs> the Bachelor, the TV series? Maybe it wasn't Paul Hogan. Maybe it's the other one. Paul Hogan, Bachelor. Let's see if I get it. Paul, um, it's a different guy. Oh, okay. Butler. No, yeah. He's a celebrity butler. He's the celebrity butler on The Bachelor. Huh. Hmm. Looking Interesting. Very un Paul Hogan. <laughs> what do you mean I'm out of storage space all of a sudden all of, oh I'm in a different I'm out of storage space on a different Gmail account I'm just now I'm going through my, oh, my all mail <laughs> trying to get oh. back to 2006 I'm in 2014 so far Jeez. wow I've, do you remember it all I remember a lot of this it's mostly like promotional bullshit See, I, I have almost all that gone. Most of what I have is, for some reason, I compulsively keep any email from Amazon um, confirming my order. I delete the notifications <laughs> about my order shipping. But for some reason, I feel a need to keep the confirmation that I ordered something from Amazon. I always keep that stuff until it comes so that I can... And I also screenshot whenever they tell me that like it's... I place my order 
because when you place your order, they say it will be there. Like in no uncertain terms, your order will be here by this day. And then when yeah. it's three days late, then I have that evidence to be like, look, I'm not the one who was up on my high horse claiming <laughs> that it would be here by this day. That was you. Now you are on the hook for why it's not here. And the one, I think you're the one that, that told me this little tidbit, but the one time I made a deal out of it, I got a free month of uh, my prime for it. Mm-hmm. There was a certain point where they had screwed up too many times, so I, um, they were like, we've given you too many free months of prime, so I guess we have to give you $5. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's fair. Yeah. In, in the form of a gift card. Basically, yeah. They just add $5 gift card onto my account. All right. I'm down to, I'm in 2012. I'm still clicking. <laughs> Getting through. I used to I used to subscribe to a lot of stupid things. I don't know why there's so much jib jab on here. Oh god, I used to love jib jab. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh god. I was so sad when they stopped making political videos. They went all into e gift cards if I remember right. Yep, they sure did. Do you remember, remember jib jab, James? You ever spend any jib jab time? I don't even know what jib jab is. Oh my god. They did funny videos that were very South Park about... They started by doing, like, comedy songs. One of their more famous ones was during the Bush-Carey presidential race. Was, um, like, a cartoon version of them singing, This Land is My Land. Mm -hmm. Okay, sure. And so there was, like, This Land is My Land, and It's Not Your Land. And then they would make jokes about, like, the other... Carey was saying that, like, he deferred his military service and then Bush would come back and be like well you didn't really do much either <laughs> and so I, I remember John Kerry at one point going but I still have three purple hearts yeah I, I posted it in the thing so that anyone is. can watch it later if they want yeah <laughs> I used to just love all these videos I'll throw that I'll in fact throw I'm that still subscribed notes. to Jib Jab are you really? for some reason yeah when was the last time they posted anything? Oh shit, they still post stuff. I'm sure that they do. They've got they're they're still taking that that brand to the bank. Though they did so they have a video from seven years ago, then six years, five. They basically post like a video a year, just about. Huh. And then in the last month, they posted two videos. They're still all in on that e card game. Boy, I used to I subscribe know. to something called. <laughs> Daily Dr. Cox quote. <laughs> From Scrubs? Yes. <laughs> Every single day, apparently, they would send me a Dr. Cox quote. <laughs> Very sweet of them. That was. I'm in a 2008. I'm almost, I'm almost to the beginning. It's mostly chats, G-chats that I would have with other people. Oh, boy. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. You really? Can... You never used the Google chat thing? No, apparently no, not. No. It was I great. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. I use it a fair amount. Yeah. I'm back to the beginning. I can find my first email. It's the subject is pictures, and it's a bunch of gifts a friend sent me in 2006, oh. January of 2006. <laughs> thought it was taking a different turn there. <laughs> <laughs> This was a friend who spent a lot of time on, I don't remember if it was 4chan or that other one. What was that other one that was going on at the same time? Uh, uh, I only know 4chan and Reddit. 
I know that there is a, a site called like Nine Gag, but I don't know if it's that old. Oh, used to be, like, it may have pictures. been 4chan because 2006 is before 4chan became what it is what now. It was yeah. Brian sent me friend of the show. Brian sent me a script. Oh yeah, because we used to film comedy sketches. Do you remember this at all, Brian? I mean, who are you, Zach? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Brian now. No. Um, I, I remember we used to do a bunch of dumb videos. Yep, this is one of the dumb is videos. The... It's him sending oh, me the okay. script to it. Oh, we actually scripted them. Apparently this one. Oh, which one is this one? This is the Jeopardy. I don't think we ever went through with that one. No, we did. did. There's we? a video of me with a mustache taped to my upper lip to oh, be Alex Trebek. Oh, my God. I don't... <laughs> the only ones I remember are the one where you were a leprechaun. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, the one where we did the random shit and Matt spent oh, like God. 20 minutes talking to a tree, just acting out by himself. So there was James. While we went to go play video games. <laughs> we we were, we used to film things all the time because our friend Brian had a camera, so you film things. Sure. <laughs> and so we all got out Legos and we made different Lego scenes and then we like filmed little whatever, little Lego funny Like skits things. or something. Like, yeah. And there was one where for some reason Matt decided this was the way that he was going to do this where he put two little Lego people in like a tree in Brian's living room, stood clear <laughs> across the room and then zoomed the camera in to where it would be had he been standing in front of the tree. And then, like, okay. because because the narration for our sketches was just whoever was holding the camera was the director of that one, and so you would do all the voices. <laughs> and so we left Matt alone, and we went off to play video games, and then, like, 20 minutes later, we go back in, and Matt's just standing clear across the room, still going on with his scene about the little Lego people sitting in the tree. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's fantastic. This one is Jeopardy where the the contestant is stupid. Oh, God. (laughs) First question. What is a computer? A, an object. B, a high-tech machine. C, my best friend. D, the thingy that TV does. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Commercial break. Uh, hey, everybody. Do you want a cheap, delicious meal? Well, if you come to Gary's Cheap, Delicious Meals, restaurant located in Orlando, Florida, and Springfield, Missouri. And then it says commercial number two. <laughs> <laughs> Woman, do you need some soothing music to calm your nerves? I have the perfect way to do so. Just listen to John Roll's Christmas music. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because our friend Brian's dad can play his hands. You know how like you can kind of make a farting sound with your hands? Yeah, he has enough control over that that he can like he can do scales and stuff. He he's very oh wow. And so yeah. at one point, as a joke, he actually recorded a Christmas album where his wife is playing piano accompaniment and his hands <laughs> he's squeaking his hands to like mm-hmm. jingle bells. <laughs> what a random ass skill to have, right? <laughs> and there's occasionally there's occasionally tracks where it's just him chatting. With the piano playing in the background, and so there's one where he's like, "Yeah, you know, growing up, people used to make fun of me for playing my hands, but I didn't let that bother me. I just went home every day after school and I practiced my scales, and I just knew that someday I'd have an album, and now that day is here." 
Oh, oh that's that's funny. Yeah. Could you guys ever whistle through your thumbs? I can't whistle at all. What does that mean? You can't whistle? Uh-uh. Huh. So, like, my dad does this thing where he puts his hands together, like, uh, in... The only way that I can really describe it without giving you a visual is uh, the old-timey, like, if, if a boxer won or if, like, somebody won a competition, they clasp their hands together and then, like, shake them left and right, left and right, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. No, okay. So like <laughs> me neither. I can't. <laughs> so like palm to palm, but and your fingers are laying over the other hand, but none of your fingers are interlaced. Okay. Okay. So they're and then partway interlaced, like they're they're even with each other. No, like like your right hand has all of its fingers be- between your left thumb and your left forefinger. Okay. Okay. Like you're going to play your hands. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like you're going to play your hands. But so, and he, his thumbs were parted in such a way that you could blow through them and make a crystal clear whistle sound. But it was like a whoo, like it was a low whistle. It wasn't like a sharp, shrill whistle. It was a whoo, and I, I fucking could never, ever in my life do it. Is it right up against your face or is it kind of held out? It's right up against your face. You like put the the crux of your thumbs in your lips. It like it makes like a mouthpiece. I can't do it. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Interesting. I'm gonna stop looking at my old oh, emails. Come on. Where's the fun in that? I have an email here between me and Kevin Costello from 2006. Oh wow. Yeah. And I said the word alas in one of these because I was a real creep. I say it sometimes. It's okay to say it sometimes. It feels worse to type it. <laughs> sometimes it is appropriate, but you're right. It's It does feel much worse. Okay. Uh, I just Googled the phrase, how to whistle with two hands. Okay. And the top one looks like pretty close to what I'm talking about, but the third one down is called How to Play the Ancient Hand Whistle. Huh. I can because of, uh, whoa. Play the Ancient Hand Whistle. Is this like your dad? Uh, this dude, he's got a weird orange shirt and some glasses. This is mm-hmm. not my dad, but... <laughs> no, but it's like, let me say, it's like, it's like what your dad is. You're in videos? Yeah, I'm in videos. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. How to play the ancient yeah, hand he's, whistle. He's exactly, yeah, putting his hands in the same position like my dad does. Let's see, skip ad. Oh, he looks happy. Yeah. Okay, huh. he's showing you how. And he blows it. in the air. Curved fingers, thumb pointing straight up. Right hand. Curved cuff fingers. Right out. Okay. Oh, you're going through the hand. Yeah. Your hand becomes a whistle. Yeah. Oh, you can change keys. This guy's amazing. Show my dad. (laughs) Sure, this is fun for our (laughs) listeners. (laughs) Okay. Loosely around the tabernacle. This guy's amazing. Way too much time on his hands. Ha! Oh, oh so, yeah. 
and got him. Whoa! What? Did you find it? Did you do it? No, I'm just watching him do it. What? Yeah, it's pretty impressive. So yeah, there's a new thing for you to try. (laughs) (laughs) He's saying he spent an entire summer when he's in third grade trying to do it. I can do this thing because of just how my teeth are kind of spaced apart, where I can do the high-pitched whistle without sticking my fingers in my mouth. Loud like that? Pretty loud. If I really try, I can do it pretty darn loud. I use it to get the dog to come inside. My dad can do that too, but like I've never, but just like in one feet, yep, I could never do it. Never once, even with my fingers, I could never do that whistle. Do you ever try with your pinkies? Yes. Okay. Still no. Because pinkies are the only way I've ever been able to do it because I think my hands are too big. Ah, it's interesting. Zach, can you do the finger whistle? I I haven't. Uh, I can't whistle at all. Oh. <laughs> I haven't really tried though. I, I have bookmarked a couple of videos while we've been talking about it, and I will at some point, possibly if I remember, I bookmark them. Okay. Attempt. Something big to remember about whistling is that it tends to be easier to go inward. That's interesting. That tells me a lot about your instrument there. Was oh, that right? <laughs> yeah, a lot of people can't whistle inward at all. Oh. I use that to just keep a constant tune going because I can do both. I can go. And so every every <laughs> alternating note was a, was in and out. Interesting. And also one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Oodlolly, oodlolly. Oodlolly. Golly, what a day. I was doing, I was doing the, the hamster song. <laughs> oh, really? No. <laughs> I was doing oodlolly. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, is it the same? It is the same. You, you remember the hamster song? No. Holy shit. Yeah, it's the same exact song. I do remember that, yeah. That's funny. I wonder if they did that on purpose or I'm if that was a different song. I'm sure they did it on purpose. It's the exact same song. It doesn't vary at any point. It's the exact same song. Man, you just blew my mind a little bit. <laughs> we were taught, we, it was it came up because the guy who wrote the play that's on stage at SET right now has recently also written a play about Robin Hood. Oh. So then we were trying to cast it and then we looked at the actual cast that he wrote in and most of the parts that we handed out were not in the play. <laughs> Including Alan Adele, who's one of the best. And Alan Adele is who the chicken is. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah, that was fucking... That guy was great. Yeah, so what's interesting is that the different and the different Robin Hood things, when you look back, like, Little John is almost never very important. Right. It just, for some reason, more lately in the popularization of Robin Hood, Little John has become like, oh, it's his right-hand man. But right, not really. His right-hand man was Much. But people don't like remember M-U-C-H? Much. M-U-C-H. He was called Much because he was kind of stupid, and his parents used to say, well, he's not Much, but he's a hard worker. 
So when he picked his own name, he's like, fuck you, I am much. I am much. Let me make sure I'm remembering that. <laughs> much, Robin Hood. Much the Miller's son. Yeah, he appears in some of the oldest ballads. History. Hmm. I'm trying to find the quote from his parents about how he's not much. Do, 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 do. Oh, I don't know. It's just another media. Maybe it's a maybe it's a joke from later. But yeah, he was much the Miller's son. Did you guys ever watch the BBC Robin Hood? I was, just, I was no. looking at the Wikipedia page and I was going to ask you if it was worth watching. It's so good. Is it? It's so good. And like, um, Father Tuck doesn't come into it until way, way later. And he's more like a monk in D and D than any other kind of monk. He's he's how like, so? He's got like a bow staff and he's ready to use it. Oh yeah, sure, sure. And Little John is actually oh, named Oh, and they John have it on Little. Amazon Prime. Yes, they do. I will it's add it to my watch list. Very good. I think they did one season after Robin Hood died, and that is not worth watching. Oh, okay. So, okay. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. If Once he dies, don't don't keep watching it. Okay. Once I, once I get through the what I'm watching right now, I'll, I'll try that. Yeah. And the guy, the guy who played Robin Hood, his name is Jonas Armstrong. And there's actually a few videos on YouTube of him because he's an Irish guy, just getting blackout drunken bars and like, bl- and passing out while sitting on a bar stool. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh my god. Good old Jonas Armstrong. I've never seen him in anything else, but he's awesome as Robin Hood. Oh boy. <laughs> My connection is spotty. It keeps kicking me out. I think I need a new uh, modem. That could be. What's your uh, provider? Xfinity. Okay. But like, so I've had this current modem for uh, two years almost. No, just a little over a year. Uh, But when I got it, they were like shocked that I still had the previous modem. They were like, dude, this thing is a dinosaur. They were like, we don't even make any of the parts for this thing to, like, fix it anymore. They were like, how long have you had it? And I was like, well, since I moved into this place, September of 2015. And they were like, oh, well, that's why. Um, and I and I think he told me when I when he gave me this new one, he's like, yeah, so this one is also kind of on its way out. But, you know, we're going to give it to you now, and then you just come back later. But I think that I missed the, <laughs> oh. missed the boat on it. So That's interesting. I'll have to look into that because ours – we have a very small house. Our house is 800 square feet, but, um, we have trouble getting a signal into the bedroom. Huh? And it's partially probably that it's an old house. And so old houses, you know, just tend to have worse signals because of there's a lot more bullshit going on in the walls. Right. Right. But it just seems like something that is 20 feet away, a modem that is 20 feet away that in a new house would be able to like make it upstairs and stuff should have no problem getting getting 20 feet, you know, across the, in the next room. Well, you don't have, like, lead paint or anything, right? Not as far as I know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It's, it's, it's a very old house. That. This house was built in, I think, like, 1915. It's very, very old. Jonas Robinson? Jonas Armstrong. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you heard. 
What what else has he done? What's what's he up to? Jonas Armstrong, IMDb. Oh, he is an edge of tomorrow. What is that? Oh, he's that guy. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I heard it was really good though. He looks familiar. Book of Blood. Walking hmm. with the enemy. He does look really familiar. Oh, maybe I've just seen him on. Oh no, I haven't watched that. Never mind. So for a lot of these guys, there's like one thing that everyone's seen. So I'm trying to go through his little page here. Yeah, Robin Hood, Big of Blood, uh, Ghost Squad. <laughs> huh? He looks so familiar, but I haven't seen anything he's in. Huh. Troy, Fall of a City. I've seen that advertised on Netflix, I believe, but unless he's the main title character, maybe I saw him on one of the promotions for that. He plays Menelaus. I don't know what that means, but... Me neither. <laughs> there there you Google. have it. Menelaus was uh, the head... Uh, and I'm pulling this knowledge from uh, the Lysistrata. Ah. <laughs> Menelaus was the head of the army invading Troy. Oh, yeah, that pretty much backs up what oh, I'm yeah. seeing on Google. And during the war, Menelaus served under his elder brother... Agamemnon as the commander-in-chief. Because his wife was Helen. His his Uh, wife was Helen of Troy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Shit. Was it? I should have remembered that. That's what I'm seeing on Google. Yeah, me and and our friend Matt did a very detailed uh, report on Troy in elementary school. That's right, you did. That same year, I took an an army man and I turned him into a Spartan soldier and I did a, like a profile of your common Spartan hoplite. I remember that <laughs> actually. Yes. And then a year later, 300 came out and we just, all of us were like, Oh oh God, we became obsessed. <laughs> well, I don't think Matt really ever did, but no, he me didn't. and Brian were obsessed. We yeah. even went to, I forget where we went, but we went Home to Depot. some store to get red, like red fabric to make capes out of. Oh, that's right. No, we went to Joanne's for red fabric, and we made red capes. And then we went to Home Depot, and we got garbage can lids that we that's hammered right. into Spartan shields. And, and we then would just we like throw had... sticks at each other. <laughs> no, I think we actually got like some poles from Home Depot too, yeah. like some cheap plastic poles to use as spears. And we just threw them at each other and just oh, aimed God. at each other's spears. <laughs> Running around yeah. in like our underwear all over the place. Oh my god! Oh god, we were so weird. Yeah, yeah that's we okay though. Were. Uh, what kid isn't a little bit weird? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the 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 issue is that we were uh, you know sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> James, you get anything weird like that when you were sixteen and seventeen? Oh man, Uh where do I start? Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> Where indeed do I start? No, I. so, I mean, when I was 16 and 17, I was already a full-on pothead. Mm-hmm. So pretty much most of my time was spent looking for and trying to procure weed. <laughs> <laughs> I used to smoke weed out of a bubble pipe that I got from the ice cream man. Yep. Oh, shit. Throw some tinfoil <laughs> in that bitch. Mm-hmm. Yep. I used to make... Uh, I make pipes or bongs out of pretty much anything. I was a MacGyver smoker, right? So mm. I, I learned early on that sinks had a metal screen in them and often a metal bowl yes. on top. So I would just go around and fucking take <laughs> the tops <laughs> off the sinks and shit. 
I had my <laughs> asthma inhalers that I tweaked out to make into fucking pipes. I, uh, yeah. Most of my time was spent doing it that way. Like, figuring out, way, like, if we didn't have, you know, because we, we didn't have fancy glass pipes back then. I mean, we did. They existed, but we didn't They're have really a way to procure them. They're really expensive when you're yeah. in high school. Of I'm course, sure you, yeah. you've lived through this, sack, You know. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> you either spend your money on weed or spend your money on a pipe, mm-hmm. right? You, you have about 20 bucks total, and it'll go one way. <laughs> yes. But that's, yeah, You can so. get either thing. Yeah. <laughs> and what good is a pipe with no weed? So. Not that I ever spent the money on anything, but I actually always ended up with a lot of money in high school because my parents grossly misunderstood how much money it took to buy lunch. Oh, <laughs> it'd be like, oh, here's here's like uh, in, like fi- enough money for like t- 10, 15 bucks a day worth of food. Shit. It's like, Lovely. oh, sometimes I don't even eat lunch. I don't need all this money. <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh, no, I, I you know, because of course, I have a little goody two shoes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, no, I don't need more money. And they're like, no, you have to need more money. <laughs> yeah, you must. You. So here's another twenty dollars. <laughs> and so eventually oh. you get to the point where like, no, look at my wallet. There's like a hundred bucks in here. <laughs> please stop giving me money. Yeah, please stop giving me money. And then it's like, oh, my God, you need to be spending that money. Here's more. Oh, man. That would have went right into my fucking pipe, and I would oh, have yeah. had a glass pipe. It would have been perfect. Same, same here. My mom knew better than to give me any money. I used to go. I would go into the cafeteria at lunchtime and just get like a couple apples because no one, yep. people, all the people who were already set up to like get their free lunch or whatever, would not take the apples, and the lunch ladies were like, because I'd come up and I'd be ready to spend the whatever it was. It was like 40 cents for an apple. And I'd be ready to buy an apple. They'd, they'd be like, literally, just literally take as many apples as you want. No one else is eating <laughs> apples. You can, you can have them. It's okay. It's like, if you're if you're eating apples, then we want to encourage this. So here, have some apples. Because <laughs> everybody else just took the spaghetti and then left. <laughs> so, yeah, we're happy to just hand you an apple, kid. Oh, yeah. No, I used to eat, like, absolute shit at lunch in high school. Which was like, weird because we went to high school during a time when after freshman year, they really, really cut down on what was allowed because they had to only give healthy things. Yeah. Because they were like, James, our freshman year, they we, we had soda machines on campus and stuff. But starting with our sophomore year in high school, they counted the calories on every single thing on campus. Started to get much more, yeah. Everything had to fit these really rigid, strict food guidelines. See, I was I was around much before that. Like they were just like, yeah, if you can afford it, go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have it but, the fuck uh, you want. No, like giving candy bars and stuff like that. Yeah, that, that one burritos. Out, here's tater tots. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. At, at my school, at least, we could still get up through junior junior year. I don't really know senior year because partway through senior year is when I started driving to school, so I would just go home for lunch. Hmm. But before that, even up to that point, you could still get like pizza and hot pockets and stuff like that. They just adjusted the recipes for those things to make sure that they um, were fine. Yeah, met probably. the guidelines or whatever. Kind of, yeah. kind of fudged the math, like made the math a little bit fuzzy or something. Yeah. I mean, hot pockets to this day aren't too bad. I've recently gotten back into hot pockets with the lean pockets. Because oh yeah, I used to love those. They're yeah. doing they're doing good work with the lean pockets right now. They're doing the Lord's work because you can get. Ham, a ham and cheese lean pocket in pretzel bread. Yep, and it's like two hundred and twenty calories or something like or, that. Oh my that, god, that jalapeno chicken one in mm-hmm. pretzel bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
hella good. That's interesting. Yeah. I have to look into that. Yeah, they're doing they're they're doing they're working some miracles with the lean pockets nowadays. It's <laughs> it's a great time to be alive. We went to Sprouts earlier today. What does that mean? Oh, nice! It's uh, uh, like it's, a. Oh, go ahead, James. I was just going to say it's a fancier uh, grocery store. Huh. It's like a like a Whole Foods kind of. Oh, because you were in Sacramento, Lodi, Lodi, Lodi. wherever yeah. you were, you were somewhere else. <laughs> right, we were somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been in there yet. Express. I've been meaning to to check it out. I heard it's like a cross between like Whole Foods and Trader Joe's. It is very much that. It's very much that. It's got. I mean, the prices were okay. We got some stuff there, but most of it was a little bit more than we were trying to spend right now. Yeah. Um. But the the quality of food there looked really good. Uh. And they've got. Yeah. I mean, like pretty much all walks of life. They they cater a lot to vegans and vegetarians and like. You know the the weirdos, as it were. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was they they also have meat and they also have you know like it was like good whole foods like most of it's organic and and like hipstery. But sorry. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, in October. I think not long after they opened, for some reason for his birthday, my dad was craving basically Thanksgiving dinner, and they actually had like fresh non frozen turkeys there. And so yeah. my mom got the turkey, and when she talked to the person there, I guess it's something that they normally try and carry year round. Yeah, I can I can see that. Hmm. We but were going to get there. some beef bones because we're going to make bone broth. You can just buy bone broth. Yes, you can, but we also have an instant pot now after mm. Christmas, oh, and so man. we can make our own. Oh yeah, we it's we've used it probably. If not once a day, like at least oh, wow. three times a week. It's amazing. It's a game changer. When it could be fucking, she made chicken in it earlier tonight. They're on sale right now, so it's it's worth. You're telling me it's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. And I would go for the six quart one because who needs an eight quart really? But the four quart one is not going to give you as much bang for your buck. Instant. And Plus, have, you can do more than just the just the pressure cook aspect of it too oh yeah there's a there's a, a, a grill at, or not a grill but a, a like a skillet aspect to it it's just saute yeah 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 you can saute it you can you can do literally tons of stuff are you and are you using an app too. yeah i was, I was yeah. about to ask so are you using an app yeah okay yeah there's one that's attached to it let's see the three quart you can get for eighty dollars oh yeah it's not bad but it's three quarts Right. I'm still thinking about it. One of our listeners might be getting this for Valentine's Day. We'll see. <laughs> it legitimately, so like she cooked a full on uh, uh, pork roast, like a, a big full size one in 45 minutes total. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So it was, I mean, yeah, like I said, it's a game changer with regards to, she made stew. She made a, a keto-friendly beef stew the other day. She's not actually doing keto, but she did it for me just by not adding potatoes. And it was, I mean, legitimately, like, it was super good, but it was also, like, super quick. We've been doing this with my wife doing Whole30, where it's just that um, I think we've reached a good point with it since she now just does Whole30 every January. Where some meals, it's we start off by making a Whole30 meal, and then once we put it on our plates, I do things to it that are not Whole30 compliant, and then everyone's happy. (laughs) 
Right. And some meals, it's like, well, you want to just say that we're both on our own and we'll just have whatever dinner we have. And then exactly. And then everyone's happy. And it just, it all tends to work out better that way. Yeah. Well, we, so the only way that it works now is like we had been doing keto for so long that I'm familiar enough with, with recipes and the way that, you know, things are cooked and like constructed that I can be on my own sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's, uh, at first if, if she had been like, yeah, you're going to make your own dinner tonight. I've been like, Oh, what, (laughs) (laughs) what do I do? (laughs) But now, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Sometimes daddy just wants a lean pocket. And uh, <laughs> that is not Whole30 compliant. Right. But potatoes are. That really, it surprises me every year. I forget it. And then she's doing Whole30 and she's eating these potatoes. And I'm like, what are you doing? Aren't you on a diet? And like, oh, well, it's it's allowed. They can eat all the potatoes they want. Really? You can eat potatoes what, all day so long. What are they restricted then? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I was just, just going to ask the same question. I've never really looked into what Whole30 actually is. Whole30? Is a food program. I guess I can always just Google it. Well, that's what I'm doing for you. Don't worry. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Oh, you're so welcome. It'll change your life. You eat real food. You do not consume added sugar, real or artificial. So like maple syrup, honey, agave, nectar, coconut sugar, blah, 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 all that stuff. What about all the fun stuff? You you can eat fruit, but it's... But fruit has sugar. It's the added sugar. Oh, okay. you can't put so sugar like on your strawberries, sugar. but if you're just, if you put, add strawberries to something, that's a different thing. Okay. So no added sugar, no alcohol, no grains, no legumes, oh, which is so, beans and peanuts, basically. Yeah, no, that, right. that's, a, no that's dairy. a deal for me. <laughs> no dairy, no carrageenan MSG or sulfites. Huh, okay. Whatever that is. And no baked goods, junk foods, or treats with a with quote unquote approved ingredients. What does the impro- approved mean? So like, or oh, technically you, compliant, just don't do it. Yeah, even if you're like, if you're looking at it, you're like, hmm, I wonder, and then you read the ingredient list, and you're like, oh, this is probably fine. Apparently, Whole Thirty oh. is about preparing your own meals. Okay. So. No pancakes, waffles, bread, tortillas, biscuits, muffins, cupcakes, cookies, brownies, pizza crust, alternative flour, pastas. Oh, also you can't do like fake things. Like even though you can't have pizza, you can't like. You can do like uh, cauliflower crust. Pizza. Yeah, they, no they don't. They don't want you to substitute because it's about huh. changing your lifestyle, not inputting things. Okay. Yeah. That would be way too hard for me. It's. It's very specific and tough. Yeah. yeah. I did not know that salt contains sugar. What? This is bothersome what? to me. The very last thing. Did you know that iodized table salt contains sugar? Sugar, often in the form of dextrose, is chemically essential to keep potassium iodide from oxidizing and being lost. Okay? Because all restaurants are prepackaged foods, contain salt. We're making salt an exception to our no added sugar rule. I did not know that salt was sugar or uh, contained sugar. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things, like, like alcohol is sugar. Even if there's no sugar in the alcohol, your body turns it into right, sugar. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, she's down, like, I don't know, like 15 pounds or something. Right on. Well, yeah, because she's not eating anything fucking good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, God, that's a lot, that's a lot to lose in, in three weeks. 
she also falls asleep at eight thirty, so that's <laughs> <laughs> so which means that she can go to the gym in the mornings in addition to all of this. So if you don't eat any gr- I mean, I guess you can eat potatoes, which have starch and carbs. Right. I was going to say, like, where do you get all of your energy from? Because you can't eat dairy, so you can't eat the, the – you don't get the fat that you'd get from the cheese normally. Well, the way she right? does it, which is just kind of the way that we live our lives anyway, is we, we always lean on the proteins. We lean on the on the meat. Right. Sure. It's, oh, okay. it's very rare in the Martin household to have a meal that does not contain meat. Okay. Agreed. And so in right. general, that's that's where we, we get our energy in general, just, you know, with – diets aside if i'm if it's 10 30 and i'm like why am i so hungry i had breakfast if i think about my breakfast and there's no meat involved that's why i'm hungry huh. you guys are almost at keto is that like, right that's essentially yeah that's essentially it it's just removal of the other shit too yeah right so the, like i'm used to no legumes i love beans but like none of them contain no carbs all legumes contain carbs right uh even i mean even nuts like in you know i eat nuts in small amounts but like you know you can't go much more than that but i but dairy is a big one for me i eat cheese all of the time yeah Yeah, see i mean cheese and nuts that's like a a huge portion of my diet right (laughs) cheese and nuts (laughs) yeah (laughs) not at the same time sometimes not normally no come on nut cheese is great (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm sure it is but that's that's a lot of calories all at once. <laughs> but then, like, were for... we talking about vegan goat cheese the what? other day? Were we is... talking about that with you guys? I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. How is that possible? So if that was my fucking question. Like, how in the yeah. fuck is this possible? So it's, I thought it's the whole thing with of... veganism is like uh, the animals can't consent. So how do you correct? Make so it's consent? not. It's actually it's made from cashews. Oh, but it's, okay. It's supposed to taste just like of... goat cheese. Yeah, this one um, lady, lady that I get most, a lot of my recipes from, she, oh, I forget which type of yeast it is, but there's this specific type of yeast that when you do it, when you combine it with like uh, ground cashews and stuff like that in the right consistency, it's supposed to taste quite a bit like cheese. Huh. This one has... But the yeast it's... isn't consenting. How is that working? <laughs> <laughs> it's cashews macadamia nuts water apple cider vinegar lemon juice and salt yeah and if you do it right it's supposed to even clump up it, it, i mean it, it looks like first it makes like cream sure yeah, yeah right that's interesting i love goat like cheese. i might try it i'm probably not gonna make it but i might try it if somebody yeah. was like hey try this vegan goat cheese my every morning breakfast for a long time was I would always have goat cheese and fresh sourdough bread in the house, and I would just oh, eat oh, yeah. goat cheese and sourdough bread for oh, breakfast God. every day. Yeah. But that was great on your breath. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I found – so the one I was thinking of, it's a vegan Parmesan, Parmesan cheese. It's, uh, ground, it's raw cashews, nutritional yeast, sea salt, and garlic powder. Huh. Huh. And then added to a food processor and pulsed until a fine meal achieved. Hmm. So it's the nutritional yeast is what I was thinking of. Nutritional yeast. We keep talking about making our own kombucha, but I don't really want to do that. Yeah, I bet it was something I'd be into. <laughs> I like kombucha, but I don't. I, I'm happy to buy it. Yeah. You guys ever go kombucha? 
Uh, you sometimes. probably can't no. on keto because there's a lot of sugar yeah. and alcohol involved. There's a lot of sugar, yeah. I've had it before and it was okay, but I've been thinking about trying to make it more of a regular thing. Mojito. Mojito is, is my go-to. There's one called Mint Mojito by GT's Synergy or whatever. Very good. Yeah, I don't mind like drinks with like stuff in them. but uh, Oh, yeah, you have to get is... that gag reflex okay with getting some chunks down. <laughs> While you're drinking yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, when you're expecting a liquid and it's not. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I, I love those, like, quote-unquote aloe vera drinks that are really just sugar water with some aloe yeah. <laughs> chunks in yeah. it. Like, those are hella good. I like I like kombucha because, you know, to to, to get a little gross, it, it's very helpful to stay regular. Sure. Sure. You don't yes. want you don't want more than one kombucha imagine. a day because you'll just start shitting your pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. I have to make a trip to the restroom. Enjoy. While we're talking about shitting his pants. Yeah. yeah there you go. Well, that <laughs> that shit passed. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> when I when I went to summer camp every year, we would do this thing called double dare, where you everyone broke into teams and you had to go do different gross things and just whoever you would, the points would be assigned based on the number of people on your team that successfully completed the gross thing. And they varied. It was all like in fun. So like they varied like one station was someone cracked a raw egg on your head and then they styled your hair. Ew, but okay. Yeah. Another one was we were big on compost at the camp. So every day after a meal, they would take all of the food waste and put it into one garbage can. And so, but on double dare day, they would take all of that food in the garbage can and then they would add water and you would have to stomp in it and sing a song. Oh, (laughs) like stepping on old sandwiches and stuff (laughs) that have been soaking in water. But one of them was called Smurf juice where they would put, in a cup, cottage cheese and milk, and then add some blue food coloring. Okay. And, and so, if you just tried to slam it, like take it like a shot, you would throw up because it just activates your gag reflex to have that much chunky stuff going down your throat like yeah. that. So you the way hearing it, yeah, the way to win is that you drink the milk first and then you chew down the cottage cheese. Yuck. <laughs> But which is essentially the the texture of vomit, really? Right, exactly, and that's why people would throw up. the The Smurf juice was one of the places where a lot of people did not get many points. <laughs> but drinking kombucha always kind of reminds me of drinking Smurf juice because because <laughs> of that expecting a liquid and getting a solid thing. The real the real tough one was called hurler blow, where you would get a sandwich. Not really, but you would get a saltine spread with butter with a sardine on it. And then on top of that was a gumball. And you you had to eat the whole thing and then blow a bubble. And the the trick with that is that everything I described is very, very acidic and it eats the gum. So the trick to do that would be to like stick the gumball into your cheek, eat into the rest of it. And just eat, yeah, because I'm fine with sardines on crackers. So yeah, that's fine. Eat the rest of it, get it all, get it all down, and then blow a bubble. Yeah, and and even then, good. it was really hard. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that does not sound like fun. Yeah, <laughs> summer camp, double dare. 
Oh, okay. I was wondering what the context was. <laughs> they had to do a bunch of. I never things. went to summer camp. Me neither. <laughs> never went to science camp either. Did you not? That's really? weird. That that one's weird. So um, I went. I so I went to uh, fourth, fifth, and part of sixth grade in Fremont at a school that where sixth grade was the cutoff, and then I would have had to go to a separate junior high for seventh and eighth grade, and then go to a high school. So I left in October of 1996 uh, of, of my sixth grade. And so we moved to Manteca and it was uh, literally a month before they were going to go to science camp there. Okay. Mm. Uh, and then we got to Manteca and they were like, yeah, so we're not going to do science camp this year because the parents didn't participate enough last year. So sorry. <laughs> oh my God. Like, <laughs> Great. Fucking. So I missed it by a month. The parents were not involved in our science camp. I was just going to ask because I'm like, I don't. The parents put us on a bus and said, "Thank God we get a week away from you guys." Yeah, but they paid. Oh, oh okay, right. So, so at a public promoted... school, there probably was fundraising involved. Correct. See, these Correct. are the things. These are the differences between public and private school. For private school, they just go, "No, it costs this much, and now you need to pay it." Right. Yeah. And so, and I, I think they, that the parents would have had the option of paying. It was like, like what, 300 bucks a kid or something like I that? I know, something like that, probably. Uh, um, something I'd so, be happy but, to pay for my kid, honestly. Right. Like, it's yeah, to be gone for a week. Since yeah, like, come on. over. <laughs> <laughs> so. Interesting. So you never went to science camp. You never kissed a banana slug. No, my brother did, though. My sister went. I don't think you can anymore. You really, even when we went, you weren't supposed to. Yeah, the animal doesn't consent. <laughs> well, I think it's like you can get diseases. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can, poisonous. and then I don't think it's good for. Yeah. Them. By the time that, the by animal. the time that we went to camp, Zach, I don't, if you if you kissed one or if anyone you saw kissed one, it was the the adults were going, "You're not supposed to do that," and then kids would find them and carry them around and have people kiss them. <laughs> Oh, I don't. Okay, I believe you. Our science camp was weird because so the way science camp worked was you had a naturalist was in charge of your call it a tribe, mm-hmm. your cabins, and then under that naturalist there was a boys' cabin and a girls' cabin, and apparently there were no volunteers from the high schools to live in the cabins because then in the cabins was a counselor. And the counselor okay. was a high school student. So for us, there were no male counselors. There were only female counselors. So you had these college, these high school girls sleeping in a cabin all night, every night with a bunch of 11 year old boys. Yeah, that's fucking safe. Right? <laughs> no, it's cool. They're 16. <laughs> yeah. No. They'll make good choices. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that culminated in several lawsuits. Yeah, ours made sure to give us candy like right away. <laughs> I don't remember mine at all, to be honest. Were you you were you with Brian or was Matt with Brian? No, I was with I want to say Justin. Okay, because I remember thinking that it sucks that I wasn't with one of uh, you, Brian or Matt, but at least I wasn't with a certain someone. Yeah, our friend Paul. I, oh. <laughs> well, I, wasn't, uh, I wasn't drunk enough to mention his name. Oh, I am. <laughs> um, I was with I was with Frank, 
And it was one of the weirdest things, James, was that every all the naturalists had to name themselves after things in nature. So there was one guy who's named Animal. There was a guy named Grasshopper J. That was our naturalist. There was a guy named Doug Fur. <laughs> <laughs> but the really, really funny thing was that they kept playing songs. I probably have talked about this. But they kept playing these songs that they claimed to have written about <laughs> science camp. And every time they'd play one of the songs, I'd like turn to my naturalist and be like, that's a fish song. <laughs> and they're like, what? No. Like, no, that's... No, I, I wrote this. No, that's that's a fish song. <laughs> the, you're playing the song Dirt by f- Fish. No, 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 we're teaching you about worms. It's, it's, it's a song that we wrote called Dirt. Because they... I'm sure they never <laughs> before, and probably never since, had dealt with an 11-year-old who was a big fish fan. <laughs> <laughs> they played all kinds of fish songs all week and they would they they would like adjust the <laughs> adjust the lyrics instead of welcome this is our farmhouse it would be it's the last day of outdoor school and <laughs> instead of waiting in the velvet sea it was i've been waiting in the estuary yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, my question is whether or not the counselors were aware that it was a fish song or if they had just been taught this to sing to the fucking new kids as though it were fucking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I But I can tell you for sure that I heard like four to five fish songs throughout the week <laughs> and was told to just shut up every time I would bring up that that was not a song that they wrote. <laughs> <laughs> How oh dare you God. question their authority? Yeah. But that you know that was that was just from going to summer camp because at summer camp one of the counselors would always play the song Farmhouse by Fish because he was a huge fish head and uh, and so one year I was like you gotta tell me who who does that song and so he did and then like I just went to town at Barnes and Noble because for me from like ages ten to fourteen that's what I did with a twenty a twenty for me meant I can go Music. to Barnes and Noble and buy an album. Yep, and then I would suss out like like I've never heard the fish album Billy Breathes, even though I could now with streaming, because Billy Breathes only had four songs on it, and I was like, well, if I'm spending this twenty, I want at least I want at least ten songs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I spent I spent a couple of years as someone who was way too young to really appreciate fish on the level that all fish fans actually appreciate them buying fish (laughs) albums and listening (laughs) to fish. I still love fish. I play my daughter a fish song every night before she goes to sleep. And she's into it? Yeah, it's called Sleep. It's a song about going to sleep. Funny. Go fig. (laughs) (laughs) If you you ever want to see it, it's on my YouTube channel. I I recorded the song that I sing to my daughter every night. But yeah, she, my daughter gets to, she, and she sings along sometimes in the way that a two-year-old can. Sure. Aww. Where she's mostly copying sounds that she recognizes that are going to happen soon, but so she's going to be even younger than me as a kid that knows fish music. <laughs> Talking about you doing that, do you guys have like a specific like routine to help go to sleep at all? Mm-hmm. We have a big, big, long one that involves it's a it's a it's a long multi step process that mostly I'm not involved in because I'm too busy playing the song. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny to see because our our kid is very, 
very ritualistic. She has to like do certain rituals just to, I don't know why it's probably something about learning, but on the nights when my wife isn't home for bedtime, when I'm doing it alone, she kind of does some of the parts of it that my wife would normally do. <laughs> Cause part of it is that my wife will like touch different parts of her face and body and say like, you know, pretty eyes, pretty mouth, pretty tummy, stuff like that. And so there have been times where I'm playing the song and then Holly's just touching different things and saying, pretty, pretty, because <laughs> <laughs> she's putting herself into, into bedtime mode. That is adorable. Yeah, she's a cute kid. <laughs> oh, man. Except when she repeats things all day. <laughs> it's hard to get a word in edgewise right now. <laughs> She discovered that she can talk, and she is not letting go. No, she is certainly not. And she needs to repeat it until you say it to her so that she knows that you understood what she was saying. Well, she has to teach you, yeah. Go, we're going go to the, go to the grocery store. And we're driving all the way there. Grocery store, grocery store, grocery store. Yes. <laughs> yes, grocery store. And then that shuts her up for 30 seconds. <laughs> Grocery store, grocery store, grocery store. Yes, yes, dear. Yes. Go to the grocery store. (laughs) Shut up. Trying to listen to a podcast. 